you see like I see, the news, the what have you, guys, there's a need for law and order. There's a need for law and order, okay? We realize it doesn't matter what profession it is, you can always have somebody uh, not doing the right thing. Amen? But in general and beyond general, way up high is, is people in this country that protect us. And they're out there to help us. Amen? So I want to give a message on law and order. I'm in a, I get, did one this early service, different message totally. You can get it if you'd like to. Get online and watch it. Uh, but uh, it's a series I call In God We Trust. I do it every summer. And I look at various things from our Constitution to, to George Washington to you name it. We've done a lot of it. Amen? But I want to have a special message this morning today on law and order. And we'll just see where we go. It's a different one than the first one. And here we go. Why law and order? Why do we need law and order in this country? Okay? You know why? Because we're crazy people. Do you understand that? Say. Listen, why would I go to Walmart or go to Home Depot and buy me a riding mower when I could just go steal Fred's next door? Say. There wasn't law and order. That's what Gary would do. I'd go get that lawnmower today. No, I got it. You had it yesterday. I got it now. You hear me? Yes or no? You might say, I can't believe you said that. Oh, yeah, you're so righteous. The reason you don't do the things you don't do is because something called law and order. It's not because you're a great person. You hear me, yes or no? The heart's desperately wicked, the Bible says. Who can know it? Y'all hear me, yes or no? That's why God sits in the heavens and laughs at our self-righteousness. Any good we have is because of Him. Any good idea we've had, any good thing we do, okay? You know. You know, aren't you glad there's law and order if you run a business? You have a restaurant. Somebody doesn't just come in, eat your food, and just walk right out without paying. If there was no law and order, I'd do it three times a day, maybe six. I know I'm a heathen. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to it, without Jesus, I'm a mess. Y'all listening to me. Okay? Aren't you glad there's law and order? Say, amen. Come on. Law and order. We need it in this country. Let's look at it. Let's just unpeel some stuff here. Here's what John Adams said, our, one of our founding fathers and president of the United States. He said, we have no government armed with power capable of contending with human passions unbridled by morality and religion. Keep watching. Avarice, ambition, revenge, gallantry would break the strongest cords of the Constitution as a whale goes through the net. Our Constitution was made, say it with me, only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. If we don't have morals, and when he's saying religious, he's not saying all religions. Flat out, he's saying Christianity. That's what they knew. That's what they believed. Check out the first message if you want to. We talked a little bit about it. An important aspect of the American Constitution is that it has, been, it, it has as its basis that man is basically sinful. That's where our laws came from. Our Constitution, other laws. We are basically sinful people. That's why we need these things. Are y'all hearing me? Okay? It's important that you get this. Our country depends on it. The founders built into the Constitution elaborate system of checks and balances. They knew what sinners politicians were because they knew what sinners they were. Y'all hearing me? That's why there is... Go ahead and help me, buddy. 
It's evident in the establishment of the executive. Y'all okay? The executive, legislative, and judicial branches of government. Aren't you glad we have a government where just one branch can't make all the rules? Say. Unfortunately, it seems like lately the Supreme Court's been doing that, though. Okay? That's not the way this country was set up. Three branches that can go back and forth. Why? And I said in the first service, I'll say it again. I know we get upset over Congress not getting anything done. But I'd rather have a Congress that doesn't get anything done than doing something wrong. Add one more thing. Well, we got something done. Yeah, but what you did was stupid. You hear me? Okay, so these checks and balances are good because they knew that man was basically sinful. And we better have some checks and balances going on or this thing's going to run into a ditch. Hope you're not bored yet. It's, all, it's also evidence that this, in the state's power versus federal powers. That's how our country's set up, where the federal government just can't tell the state this is what you're going to do, even though it seems like it happens a lot. But that's why it was set up that way, because man is basically sinful, and there needs to be these checks, and there needs to be this pushback. Yes or no? Keep looking. There is a need for law and order. Say it with me, because we are basically what? Guys, and again, we can act self-righteous all we want to, but if I could get out there and speed and do any speed I wanted, I'd do it today. You understand? Say, in Colorado, speed limit 75. I loved it because I could do 85. Because I'm hoping they don't give me no ticket. I'm like, only, only 10 over. Come on, sir. But anyway, listen, we need laws. The United States of America was grounded on the idea of what? I want you to really get this. It was grounded upon the idea of self-government. That's really what we're all about. Self-government doesn't simply mean this, voting for somebody to represent you. See, we believe in self-government, so we get us our little representative from here, and he goes and represents us. Is that what self-government is? Well, it means that, but that's, that's the low man on a totem pole. That does not, that's not what we're talking about. Listen, if we don't govern ourselves as a nation individually... We're shot. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Okay, and it starts at home. I just had this long trip, 6,000-mile trip with Kim and our two little girls, five years old and eight years old. Did you hear 6,000 miles? Did y'all, get, y'all forgot that part. 6,000 miles with a kindergartner and a third grader. How would you like to do that? 6,000 miles. But you know what? Because we have law and order in the house, there was law and order in the car. You understand that or not? Those kids were perfect. I couldn't believe it. I was looking for a disastrous trip. And, oh, my gosh, I'd be an idiot. only an idiot is going to do what I'm doing. Going all the way to Colorado with these crazy kids. But you know what? They were awesome. Only one time I had to get on them. Did I tell you this already? Only one time I had to get on them bad. Danny's back there screaming, crying. Ah! And I turn up, what's wrong with you? And she says, Abby, hit me in the face. And I looked at Abby. Why'd you hit her in the face? She says, because she hit me in the face. I'm like, good. This is America. That's the only problem they had. But, you know, I didn't have to do anything. One got hit, the other got hit. We're done. 
But the reason they were good is because we stress discipline. Y'all listening or not? Right and wrong. Say that with me. Right and That's why there's law and order. We need that. Just, don't, just the children don't need it. We need it as grown-ups, don't we? That's what we're talking about. So self-government. Self-government means for you and me to do what? Help me, church. Come on. Self-government means for you and me to do what? You have to do that. You have to bridle those passions. Otherwise, this country won't last. You need to be moral. You need to be a follower of Jesus Christ. That's what you need to do. This nation needs you to do that, to be a moral and a religious people. But a religious person based on the Scriptures. Y'all hear me? That's what this country was founded upon. Matter of fact, in the first service I talked about, there was 15,000 documents that the University of Houston studied for 10 years. And of those 15,000 founding documents, over a 10-year study, they found that over 34% of the quotations were from the Bible. In 15,000 of our founding documents, we are a Christian nation. Matter of fact, it took the Supreme Court 10 years in the late 1890s. They did a 10-year study. You talk about the dumbest study. But they did a 10-year study in the Supreme Court. And after 10 years, they concluded the United States of America is a religious nation. We are a Christian nation. That's what the Supreme Court said in the late 1890s. That's who we are. This, this government we have will not work if we are not a lawful society. Do you all understand that? It's just really important. This, this is about you and me today. And that's what John Adams was saying about that whale going through the net. It will break the cords of our Constitution, and we won't, we'll have a tyrant or we'll have a problem. We don't want that. And that's why the founders based our government in Old Testament law and Hebrew law and the Ten Commandments. That's what our laws are based Why do you think you don't steal? Why do you think it's wrong to steal? Because somebody told you. Yes or no? Grandma told you. Grandma didn't make this up. This is the Bible. Daddy didn't make this up. You take that out. Tear your tail up. He didn't make that up. It came from the Bible. You hear me? Ten Commandments. Let's do them real quick. You might want to get my video. Number one's a sword. Point to heaven. Have no other gods before me. Number two is a swan. Gold swan. Make no idols. Number three, two bees. Don't take God's name in vain. Four, piece of cheese on a stick. Holy, Swiss cheese. Holy. Keep a Sabbath what? Holy number five, puppy dog begging for a judge. We've got to judge your honor, honor your father and mother. Am I driving you crazy? Number six, long monkey's tail, don't kill the monkey. Okay? Number six, don't kill. Number seven, upside down putter, don't putter around, don't commit adultery. How many know them? Get the video. Give me 30 minutes of your time and you'll have them. Number eight, bad snowman with a mask, thou shalt not steal. Number nine, balloon on a stick, girl, lie on a balloon, thou shalt not what? Lie. And number ten, Michael Jordan's basketball, rich, famous, thou shalt not covet. Ten Commandments. Amen? That's what this country was based upon. We need law and order. Y'all listening? Okay, and I know I'm probably talking to the choir, but we need to hear this. That's why the believing the Bible and morality was absolutely and undeniably encouraged at the very founding of our nation. I mean, George Washington would actually punish... And I even think whip, you can go back and check history here, his soldiers, if they didn't attend church, 
He thought it was that important. I'll whip you if you don't come to church. Our first president. Isn't that crazy? He'd go on Sunday morning. It's said that George Washington would ride by horseback 25 miles just to go to a Sunday night service somewhere. He believed that deeply. That's where we came from, guys. Amen? Yes or no? Come on. And if we don't govern ourselves and our families, there will be no what? Our family's out of control today. Yes or no? They're out of control. We look at them like, how do you let that kid get away from that? Or get away with that? Well, they're just wore out, I guess. They're not making the effort. It takes effort. I think parenting is the hardest thing on the planet. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? Unless you got like a little angel. I never got any of them. Even though Elise would beg to differ. She would beg to differ. Amen. She tells me all the time, I'm the, I'm the least troublesome child that was ever born. Dad. I don't know about all that. There will be no freedom if we don't govern ourselves. If we don't have law and order, there will be no freedom in this country. Okay, law's not the bad guy. Okay? That's not the bad guy. Read Romans chapter 13, 1 Peter chapter 2. All these powers that be are ordained of God. doesn't mean everyone's right. You're going to agree with every one of them. But the powers that be, if we want to have freedom in this country, we need to have law and order. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? Highways shouldn't be shut down. Interstates shouldn't be shut down with people uh, protesting so that a family and a, and a little baby in a car can't get to a hospital. Peaceful protest? Yes, absolutely. But you can't break the law to get something done like that. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Law and order. That goes for all of us, guys. There will be no freedom. There will be chaos. The federal government, government isn't the most important thing, by the way. It seems like we think that. The federal government, the federal government, the president, the president, the president, the president. That's not the most important thing about our country. The most important thing about our country is what? Say it again. All across the nation today, people like me are standing up in pulpits, preaching the Word of God, talking about morality, talking about doing the right thing. That's what is keeping America strong. And you need to do that. You need to do it in your homes with your kids. You need to teach them. Get the, get the Ten Commandments out there. Teach those Ten Commandments to those kids. This is what we do. This is right. This is wrong. And you're being a great citizen when you do that. Amen? Come on. Why law and order? So why do we need it? Why do we need law and order? And I'm going with a message. Why do we need law and order? Because of what? It's not a popular message. Sin, sin. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's a law. That's a law. The wages of sin is death. That's a law. You're going to die one day. And we're going to find out when you're dead that you were a sinner. Because all those who sin die. Y'all hear me? It's just, it's just part of nature. The wages of sin is death. Because of sin we're going to die. The gift of God's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But because of sin, while we're down here on this planet, we still got this sin problem. And we need law and order. Because we're sinners. Keep looking. So, we are sinners. We all have it. I want to talk about sin for a little bit. I'm really going to make you unhappy now. I came to church. She talks about sin. You know why the cops are out there every day? Not to pat you on the back. They're out there to restrain evil because people out there are what? Sinners and evil. The cops are out there to restrain evil and to reward good. That's what civil government's about. Civil government is to restrain evil and to reward good. 
Aren't you glad last night you could sleep in your house with a sense of peace that you were saved? Can we praise the Lord for that? Come on, that's good. That's good. Aren't you glad when you get on the highway, you're driving down the road, some sucker ain't allowed to come on the other side and hit you head on? Aren't you glad there's laws say? Yes or no? Aren't you glad somebody can't come right up on the street and hit you right in the mouth? They've been doing that online. They, they do a video. They'll just have a total stranger come up and hit him in the face and just knock him out. And they put it on video and people laugh and it goes viral. Is that what we want as a nation? Yes or no? No. No, no. Law and order. Law and order is out there for to restrain evil. So if you're evil, you're going to get restrained. Got it? And to reward good. That's what it's there for. Keep looking. The word sin is found hundreds and hundreds of times in the Bible. That's who we are. The word sin, say it with me, sin. It hisses at you when you say it. And we've all been bitten by it, guys. We've all been bitten by it. We've all sinned, right? That's why Jesus came. To deny that you're a sinner is to say, Jesus, you're crazy and you're a liar and you didn't need to come. You didn't need to come and die on the cross for me. Because, see, I'm good enough. I'm good, I'm good enough. Boy, is that disrespectful. Yes or no? Say. Come on. We're all sinners. Admit it. Our country admitted it. Aren't we the greatest country that's ever been? Yes or no? It's, it's great because they admitted that. We need a constitution. We need laws. Because these people are crazy. And we don't want a tyrant. We want to be, we want to acknowledge that we all have inalienable rights because we're created by God. But we still need law and order. Amen? That's what makes us a great country. Sin's mentioned first in Genesis. If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. If thou doest not well, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Say it with me. And Cain talked with who? Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field. Say it with me. That Cain rose up against Abel, his, mother, his brother, and did what? Murdered him. Sin. Murder. It's amazing to me. In Chicago, like in the last year or so, about 2,000 murders. These are people's mothers and sisters and fathers and sons and daughters. Guys, we've got to have law and order. Yes or no? Somebody goes into a nightclub over here in Orlando and shoots 49 people. Are you, oh, this is crazy. We can't have this. Amen. And somebody's sniping at police officers in Dallas, Texas, or in Baton Rouge. It can't happen, guys. Our country... Depends on us having law and order. Y'all hear me? Okay. The second time sin's mentioned, the Lord said, because of the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because they're what? Sin is very grievous. We don't like to call things sin anymore. And we're wondering what's wrong with our country and why we're going to hell in a handbasket sometimes. We've got to have truth, guys. Y'all hear me or not? Not popular to talk about sin. It ain't popular to talk about law and order either, is it? I'm sure all the big preachers would say, Clark, you can't build a church talking about law and order. Well, I could give a rip. It's the truth. Amen. Say. And I don't like getting pulled no better. And I told a story three or four weeks ago. I got pulled and I didn't like it. And I gave him a piece of my mind. It's wonder he didn't haul me off to jail. Amen. Say. I got passions just like you. I got problems too. You understand. But I'm glad I live here in a country where there's law and order. Amen. Say. That's what I want. 
sins mentioned lastly in Revelation 18:2, and he cries mightily with a strong voice, saying, "Babylon, the greatest fallen has fallen, has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird." And I heard another voice from heaven saying, "Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her what sins that you receive not her plagues, for her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities." So. We're sinners. That's why we have law and order. Let's keep looking at this issue of sin. Here's something unusual. The angel Gabriel, when he introduces Jesus' birth, you know what he said? I mean, this is a birth announcement. Look, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. This is a birth announcement. And he shall save his people from their what? That's why Jesus came. How about John the Baptist? John the Baptist, Jesus is 30 years old. He's coming on to get his ministry now and to start. The next day, John sees Jesus coming unto him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the what? You see that, guys? We're sinners. We need law and order, but we need Jesus. Y'all hear me? Come on. Jesus was born. Jesus was crucified. Jesus was buried. Jesus rose from the dead. But why? To deal with what? with sin. And yet we still try to get up on Sunday morning and say, I'm a good person and I can do good and, and I can give some money to the church and I'm going to go to heaven. You ain't going to heaven unless you put your faith in, Christ, in, in Jesus Christ. He came to deal with sin, right? Take it from the angel Gabriel and John the Baptist if you don't want to listen to me, okay? These are good people. We all have it. Wishing it away ain't going to cut it. It'd be nice if America could be a little utopian society where everybody did everything perfect. Guys, that ain't the world. We have to have law and order. You can't wish your sin away. You have to have a Savior, Jesus. Amen? We're all sinners. That's what we're talking about. Talk about law and order, but you can't talk about law and order without talking about sin. It has two dominant meanings, sin does. To miss the what? How many know you've missed the mark in life? I mean, you didn't hit the bullseye of God's best for you. You're not perfect. Can I see your hand? Can we just all give a little testimony? We're not perfect, okay? That's what it means. Any act or attitude of man that does not hit the bullseye of God's glory, it's a sin. That's why we sin every day. Are you telling me you got up today and hit the the bullseye of God's glory? Boy, boy. I don't believe it. Come on. Had a guy recently come up and tell me up front, he didn't think we have to sin anymore. Well, that'd be nice. He doesn't think we have to. But we do. You can think all day long. But we still do, right? Yes or no? Do you know that? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Number two, second meaning of sin, to overstep a what? A forbidden line. That's what sin means. I've overstepped. When a man intentionally, or say this with me, or what? Steps over the line or the law of God. You ever got a ticket and you really didn't mean to be speeding? Can I see your hands? I really didn't mean it. Every, every time I've gotten in trouble with a, with a ticket or something, it's because I didn't mean it. I didn't like go out and go, go speed. Maybe I'll get a ticket. Doesn't matter. You broke the law. Say I had a problem years ago with the law here in Charlotte County. I'm just a horrible pastor. <laughs> I'm horrible. I had a problem. I, I had a tail light out. Lady pulled me. 
I moved in the meantime. I paid the ticket, but I paid it late. And I got a late fee, but I had moved. And they'll charge you at extra. You know what I'm saying? Say, so it's like $25. But it went to my other address. I never got it. No, I went. I did something else to get that ticket. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> I got pulled over the bad light. And they looked up on my record, and it was this outstanding ticket, and my license had been suspended. Over a $25 ticket, I didn't even know. I'd paid it, but I paid it late. So I had to go to the court. Suspended license, me. I had a suit on. I looked good. I go in that courtroom like a bunch of criminals. I'm looking like sharp as a tack. I get up before Judge Wayne Woodard. How many ever had trouble with Wayne Woodard? Yeah, go put your hand down. I go, I'm sorry. I go before him, and I'm just explaining to him. He didn't want to hear none of it. You guilty or not guilty? Did you do it or you didn't? Did you not pay? Did you pay it late? And, yeah, and you did, I, but I, I didn't get a notice. I didn't know. But did you do it? It was like arguing with a wall. And that's what you're going to do with God. You're going to be arguing like with a wall. We've all sinned, guys. Amen? Whether accidentally, intentionally, we've sinned. And guess what? That $25 turned into $180. But if you don't deal with sin through Jesus, your sin's going to turn into hell. 180 bucks ain't much, right? Sin. It means to overstep a forbidden line. Whosoever commits sin transgresses the law, for sin is the transgression of the what? The law. Law and order is part of who God is. Well, I don't like the law. I don't like the law and order. Well, it's part of God. Word law, it came from Him. It's part of His nature. Do people abuse it? Absolutely. Anybody that does abuse the law in places of leadership should be fired. And held responsible. Yes or no? Amen? Say. But that doesn't give us, we better be careful as a country going down a path we don't want to go down. Where did it begin? It began with Satan. Sin began with Satan. How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground which disweakened the nations where sin began? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, God's Word says, to the sides of the what? Pit. Started with Him. God was not cast down. Who was? You can shake your finger in the face of God all day long, but He ain't going anywhere. You are. Amen? Say. That's the bottom line. Satan's treachery was unsuccessful, but it did introduce a what? A new what? Evil element into our world. Okay, keep looking. Sin. We're talking about sin, where it came from. Second, it, mankind. Satan, but now man with Adam. The Lord God commanded man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not what? Eat. Don't eat it. For in the day that you eat, you're going to surely die. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, it was pleasant to the eyes, the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, did eat, and gave unto her husband, and he did what? Did they die? Yep. We've been dying ever since. 
That's where death came from. God's plan was not to create Adam and Eve for them to die. It was their choice. He made, they made a bad choice to sin. And by the way, sin came upon all men. Wherefore, as by one man, sin has now entered into our what? World and death by sin. And so death has passed upon all who? For all have what? Sinned. You probably knew that coming in today, but it's good for us to look at it. For as in Adam, all what? The Bible says in Christ, though all are made what? Alive. Amen? Sin. Satan proposed to Adam and Eve the same plan he had adopted. Assume your independence. Depart from God's will and purpose. And guys, we need to be careful with that too with law and order in this country. Okay? We still have to live accordingly. Satan helped them become just like him. What did they, what they become? Cursed and what? Cast out. That's what sin does. So he drove out the man he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Talking about why law and order in this country. Keep looking. How can I know that I'm a sinner? How can I know that I'm a sinner? In case you're here today, you're listening on radio or whatever, on, online. Glad you're listening. History. There have been about 45 billion human beings born since creation. 45 billion human beings. And it's estimated that over one-third or 15 billion were killed by other human beings. Oh, but we're not sinners. Over one-third of our whole planet ever since creation has been killed. Isn't that crazy? Stabbed, stoned, strangled, shot, gassed, bombed, burned, drowned, hung, buried alive, and on and on. But we don't need any law and order. Aren't you glad you live? Can we think we live in a country with law and order? Can we say thank you, Lord? Come on. Come on. I'm just glad I live in America, aren't you? Come on. Conscience. That's how you can know you're a sinner. We have a built-in sin gauge. Does yours still work? Say it can be defiled but not denied. You can defile your conscience. and You can beat it down to where it hardly don't work anymore, but you can't deny that you've got a conscience. Yes or no? Amen? We all have one. Let's take a quick test. How many of you had a conscious decision? It was in your head, but you refused to listen to your conscience, and you went on down the path that you shouldn't have gone down anyway, and it caused you some deep, deep, deep destruction. Can I see your hand? Look at that right there. We all have it. How many knew it was wrong when you did it? Let me see your hand. Isn't that crazy? Look at that. Aren't you glad we have Jesus? That he loves us in spite of ourselves? Thank you, Lord. Religion. How can we know I'm a sinner? Religion. Even heathen religions testify to a universal consciousness of sin. Even religions that aren't talking about Jesus. They're trying to deal with this need of reconciliation. There's something inside of them that says we need to, you know, to make the gods, you know, appeased. You hear me? Yes or no? Satisfy them. It's that the whole gods are angry at us, you know? And that's what all religions seem to have this element of trying to appease the sin. The earliest religious philosophies wrestled with the, the problem of moral evil. So we know we're sinners. Number four, the Bible. You're not reading the Bible long, you're going, whoa, man. That's why people don't like the Bible. Ah, sin. It tells me I'm terrible. It tells you you're a sinner. It tells you the truth. Amen? Say. 
and tells you you can be a new person in Christ Jesus. All things are past, old things are passed away. Behold, everything becomes what? New. You have the Holy Spirit, the living God, and the truth of the Word of God to live life now and to fight the good fight of faith. Amen? If they sin against thee, for is there no man that sinneth not? There's no man that sins not. Keep going, Rod. Just keep pushing me, buddy, because of time. Who can say I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. Nobody can say that. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately what? Who can what? Know it. Be careful which way you go down, what path you go to. You don't know where it's going to end. For there is not a just man upon the earth that does good and sins not. That's what the Bible says. Tell that to the little sweet old lady, okay? Don't be ugly, though. Anyway. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. The Lord hath laid on him the what? Iniquity of us who? Of us all. But we're all as an unclean thing. Our righteousness are as filthy what? Rags. And we do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. That's why we need law and order. That's why we need Jesus. As it's written, there is none what? Righteous, no, not what? Well, that's quite a statement that God makes in his word. Not even one God, not even one, not one. Not one. Everybody needs Christ. For all of sin and come short of the glory of God. That's how we find out the Bible, the Bible. How can I know I'm a sinner? Number five, your kids. What do I mean? It's a universal thing. The good needs to be taught and the bad seems to come naturally. I didn't have to do anything for Danny to hit Abby in the face. I was just driving. It just comes natural for us to do the wrong thing. Yes or no? And as a parent, we see that. Okay? Don't take that. That's not yours. Amen? Say. Don't do that. Don't bite them. What's wrong with you? Elise had a little cousin when she was little. He came over to the house. He ain't but like two. She's laying on the couch. She's a little baby. She's like a year old. He's two. Bites her on the eyelid. (laughs) Who does that? Like a little animal. (laughs) So we get on to him. The mother and everything gets on to him. I get on to him. He does it again. So wonder she can see. I'm just saying, kids are crazy. Kids are crazy. It's in our DNA. That's how we know we're sinners, right? Just talking this morning. Guys, we need law and order. Just in case you've been thinking you're so good. No, you need some law and order. And you need Jesus. This is why we have civil government today. I need law and order. Amen? I need that in my life. So why law and order? We're finishing. What happens because of sin? And you might know this, but you might not. Satan will be forever cast in the lake of fire. Whether you like it or not and think it's just or not, it's going to happen. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night. How long? Does God have a problem with sin? Oh, yeah. He's got a problem with it. Every man dies physically always. And death's a horrible thing. My mother called me when my dad died. They weren't married. 
because they divorced when I was 11, but it was the call I got from my mama. My mom, I was 23 years old, and I got a call, and it was just simply, your dad has died. I never saw him again. That's horrible, isn't it? And then I got the call that from the police that my mother had been murdered. Never got to see her again. Death's terrible, isn't it? We're all going to die. I mean, that loss is horrific, isn't it? That'd be terrible if I had just stopped right there, wouldn't it? But Jesus came so that we could live. I'll see my daddy again because as a young man, I was able to go with my youth pastor and see my dad come to Christ. And my mother, she was saved after watching Billy Graham on TV. And we walked up to church together and never went to church. I'll see Mama again. Mama's happy. Mama's part of that. And Daddy, too, the great cloud of witnesses going, Good job, Gary. Keep preaching, buddy. You're doing good. Tell them. They're sinners. Let them know that. You know what I mean? Awesome. But death is terrible. Death passed upon all men, Raj, for all have sinned. Well, kiss, keep pushing me, buddy. It's the point that a man wants to die, and after this, the what? Ain't no backing out of that. It's going to happen. Every man is dead spiritually. There's a second death. There's this death here that you die and you miss them, and I hate it. But there's a second death. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom. But he that does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. You know what the will of God is for your life? For you to be saved. What's God's will for my life? For you not to go to a devil's hell. That's his will for your life. Y'all hear me? And then you figure out that other stuff after that. But get that one nailed to the wall. Amen? Many will say to me in that day, Have we not prophesied in your name? In your name we cast out devils. We did wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. You didn't put your faith in me. Depart from me. And that's why Jesus came. Because we need help with our sin. We're done. What did Gabriel say? She's going to bring forth a son. You call him Jesus. That word Jesus means God saves. You call him Jesus because he's going to save his people from their what? Aren't you glad you're saved from your sins? Aren't you glad, even though it might, because we're Christians, some of this might bore you today because you're not going to hell. But it's good news to the person who's sitting there or listening to me right now who is going there. And that can all change by putting our faith in Christ. Amen? It's a beautiful thing. John the Baptist, don't ever forget it. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the what? Sin of the world. That's what Jesus did for us. See, we need law and order in our country, and our constitution is so important in our, in our states. It's vital. We, this country will be in chaos if we don't have law and order. But Jesus paid the penalty for your sin. There was a price, and he paid it so you and I could be saved. That's a beautiful thing. Listen to Jesus. Say it with me out loud, and we'll be done. For God so loved the that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not but have everlasting life. So now you know why we have law and order in this country, because we're all sinners. And now you know why Jesus came, because we're all what? Amen. Let's praise the Lord for his word this morning. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord.
Stand on up with me and stay the last one.